If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on atozen.fm. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Christine McIver, and today we have an amazing show, Illusions, Delusions, and Conclusions. And I have a special guest, Sharon Lewis, and I'm going to be bringing her on live in just a moment. So stay tuned. It's going to be a dynamic show. So I would love to be your possibilities coach. Working together, we will co-create the living and loving you desire with all the possibilities available in the universe. I am a certified facilitator with Access Consciousness, a BARS facilitator, possibilities coach, radio show host, and so much more. My programs are designed to assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Are you ready to claim what you desire? Connect with me to learn more. I do charge for this service, but the first five minutes are always free. So ask yourself, what are you ready for now? And what mystery would you like to unravel? So today, illusions, delusions, and conclusions, leading your life from a total from total freedom with Sharon Lewis. Do you ever feel stuck or trapped in your life where nothing you do seems to create the freedom you desire? Do you ever have grand visions about how things might turn out and your life never seems to live up to that? Are you ever surprised by what people choose and feel that they let you down by their choices? Well, our wonderful guest today, Sharon Lewis, is going to guide us through really learning more about that. And let me tell you a little bit about Sharon. She is the president of Questium Leadership Development, an internationally recognized leadership development organization. She is a speaker, trainer, dynamic, supercharged facilitator, coach, is accredited through International Coaches Federation, the Institute for Health and Human Potential, the Center for Right Relationship, Access Consciousness, Team Coaching International, and the Leadership Circle. I mean, this woman, how she has time to breathe, I don't know. Sharon is also a valued leadership coach on the faculty of both the Institute of Health and Human Potential and Directed Potential. She served as a partner coach on the Corporate Coaching Initiative that won the prestigious 2011 ICF International PRISM Award, a remarkable achievement in the world of leadership coaching. This award was created to honor, celebrate, and learn from organizations who have embraced coaching as an integral part of their leadership strategy. Working with an international clientele of executives, managers, and teams, Sharon trains and coaches to develop the leadership skills of her clients and facilitates the creation of sustainable, high-performance teams worldwide. Sharon also uses the leadership and team development skills and techniques she has developed over the past 10 years coaching executives and applies them in her work helping single parents step into leading their one-parent families. Sharon draws on a variety of business career including construction management, information technology, and team and leadership development. She operates from the unshakable belief that sustainable high performance is grounded on three pillars, a compelling unifying vision, 
the quest to align what you do with who you are becoming and a caring, supportive, challenging environment in which to work. Sharon provides unique perspectives and a powerful blend of hard and soft skills to her clients. She balances theory, introspection, and real-world practicality to help her clients create outstanding results. In her downtime, which I can't imagine she has any, Sharon is an avid skier and very involved in her local Habitat for Humanities Women Build Projects. Welcome, Sharon, to the call. Thank you, Christina. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I am excited to have you here because you're just a really amazing woman. Uh, you're really changing the world out there. And whenever we talk, whether it's over a glass of wine or over a conversation of expansion, you always have so much to contribute. So I'm, I'm happy, even if it's just you and me hanging out and nobody joins us, but I secretly think lots will. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> always, always delighted to spend some time with you. <laughs> so tell me about this topic and what really springed for you when, when this came forth. Yeah, thank you for that um, uh, question. The Leading your life from total freedom. Uh, I mean, obviously, you just heard the bio, way too lengthy as it was. Uh, leading is, uh, le- leadership is, is where I spend my time right now. I'm fascinated by you know, what, what has people step into leadership for themselves, what makes them effective leaders in organizations. So, you know, that's the water I'm swimming in right now. And the, the freedom place, um, that's kind of, well, I, I, I kind of came in with that one as a value. Um, I think my mother would attest to that. <laughs> um, I've, I've always valued freedom. I've always, well, in my younger years, rebelled against anything that tried to constrain me. And um, although there are other strategies that I use now, um, that's still a really big guiding principle. So um, leading your life from total freedom, the, combining those two things you know, seemed like a great, great show topic. Um, and what I've, um, what I've really come to see is people cannot be effective leaders, um, whether that's in their own lives, leading themselves, leading their families, um, or whether that's inside organizations, you can't really be an effective leader unless you are, um, unless you feel free. Um, <clears throat> the the constraints that um, we that we lock ourselves down with, I'm going to say it that way. Um, those illusions, delusions, and conclusions that we're going to get into. Um, you know, if if you're locked down by any of those constraints, uh, leading kind of becomes an impossible job. So. That's that's what sparked the call topic, mm. and um, you know it's been a uh, at, at one end of the spectrum it's been a lifelong passion, and at the other end it's been you know emerging over the last twenty years and, mm-hmm. and my my life last ten. Right. So yeah. this might sound like a, a silly question, but what is your definition of freedom for you? That is not a silly question at all, <laughs> um, and I know I know definitions. Um, vary on that one but for me uh the definition of freedom well why don't we look at what it's not you know it it isn't necessarily financial freedom although i've definitely been trapped in that over the course of my life you know mm-hmm. if i earn enough money then i'll be free you know it it's not it isn't just freedom of time you know it, and and those things tend to balance one another off on a, on a polarity that we sort of mm-hmm. set up. You know, you've got lots of time, you have lots of 
um, <clears throat> you don't have so much money. You got lots of money, you don't have so much time. So it it isn't necessarily one or a combination of both of those. Um, it isn't you know being at the top of the heap and the one making the rules. That's not necessarily freedom because there comes a lot of responsibility with that end of things. Mm-hmm. But what freedom is, and this came as a big revelation to me when I stumbled on it, what freedom really is is recognizing that you always have a choice. And Hmm. your willingness and ability to choose, not based on what others say, not based on circumstance, not based on, uh, you know, how much money or how much time you have, your ability to choose in the direction you set is what I define as the essence of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree with you. Um, and and to the point about the money and the time as well, we seem to be in an either-or, most of us believing that you can't have one without the other or or you can only have one and you can't have the other at the same time. And mm-hmm. even if we don't have the time we don't have the money or we do having that total place of saying this is what I'm choosing and being really comfortable in our own skin with choice and and joyful in I would say in the choice as well you know that yeah. I that to me absolutely is total freedom regardless of when anyone else believes is right or wrong <laughs> yeah yeah and as as I've coached a lot of leaders and, and worked with all kinds of individuals over the course of my 10-year coaching history, um, I, I see these, um, these kind of roadblocks or beliefs or assumptions sort of popping up. You know, I would write if I had more time or had the right space or, you know, had my bills paid for six months or I would you know, take that trip I've been longing for if I could get a break at work or, you know, whatever. Uh, Like, people um, putting off their choices uh, based on the circumstances that they're in. Mm -hmm. And then the the flip side of that is, um, you know, people who say, well, I don't even know what I want. I'm so busy I can't even think about it. And that that can sometimes mask... um, people who don't really know what it is they want. They've taken on so many of the assumed shoulds of this reality that <clears throat> they're they're not sure what they would choose if they had unlimited time and freedom. Well, even even saying that is an illusion. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it, it's an illusion that we buy into, wouldn't you agree? I would, yes. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting distinction there between illusions, delusions, and conclusions. I wouldn't want to get hung up on semantics, but right. um, the, it, it, I looked up the definitions for these, for these words. Illusions are defined as, you know, seeing something that isn't there or experiencing something that isn't there. A delusion is holding on to a belief um, mm. or, a, or a point of view or something when... Uh, you know, in the in the face of all kinds of evidence to the contrary. So, um, you know. So it, that would actually often, be a delusion, then. It'd be more 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 of a delusion. Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. So, Sharon, when did this start really jumping out to you? Because I'm sure I, I'm going to guess that you did get caught in that 
um, <laughs> get caught in that uh, craziness somewhere in your life as well. I mean, you, you talked about wanting freedom all the time, but did you get caught in it as well and then start to want to choose out of it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we we get indoctrinated into the delusion. We get indoctrinated into the belief that our choices are constrained. Um, and that happens right from the get-go. You know, as, as as soon as your mother starts saying, no, don't touch that, or, you know, be careful, or, <laughs> um, you know, you have to do it this way at school in order to get the grade, is the, and the, the rewards and the punishments that get set up um, in order to reinforce those um, choices, you know, mm-hmm. people are trying to, you know, encourage you to choose in, in according to what they want you to choose. And um, yeah, so like everybody, I got caught up into it. You know, I was I was placed into it. You know, through, through no fault of my parents or the school system or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people just go along and you know execute according to what's expected. That's you know, there, there's a lot of predictability and a lot of certainty about that, and, and mm-hmm. we enjoy that to a certain extent. So, yeah. Um, but we also, all of us, I believe, come wired with the, the balancing human need for for freedom, for choice, for um, um, uh, unpredictability, surprise, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that... That definitely, you know, the the force was strong in me. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was definitely there. So, um, you know, I, typical rebellion stuff. Didn't want to go to church. You know, didn't mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, school after a certain point. Uh, you know, dropped out of the university after the first year. You know, all, all those kinds of things that. Um, you know, and, and and into my career, you know, landed a job in a bureaucracy, and that I found very constraining. And you know, you know, how many little br- rules can I break and still get away with it? You know, that mm. that felt like freedom at the time, and and it really was um, an illusion of what freedom was. You know, just by opposing the existing structure didn't mean I was at choice, and it mm-hmm. was a real revelation for me to to recognize that um, um, a knee-jerk response to say, you know, no, not that, not don't, you can't constrain me, was just as much a control, you know, in a reverse psychology kind of way as, as um, you know, just going along with the flow. You know, if, mm-hmm. if I'm resisting and reacting to something, I'm just as much controlled by it as, as I am if I'm aligning and agreeing with it. Okay, so for some of our listeners, they may understand that a little bit more in depth. Some new people, perhaps, to this <laughs> this philosophy may not. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Um, yeah. Uh, the the uh, illusion that we are controlled is just that, an illusion. Um, Viktor Frankl wrote the, the book Man's Search for Meaning, and mm-hmm. talks about you know, horrific conditions in a concentration camp and um, comes to the point of view that, um, you know, the only thing that really is not destroyed, is not constrained in environments like that is human will, is freedom of choice. And even in the most horrific situations, we can choose to be free. We can choose to love, we can choose kindness, we can choose... 
um, whatever makes our heart sing. We don't mm. have to submit to what is. So, so um, you know, when we feel like we're constrained by something, we may feel like lashing out or rebelling or something, mm-hmm. and that's a resisting of the exterior world and what and its point of view about what we should do and a reaction to that but we don't even need to bother with the emotional upset we don't need to resist or react you know we can nod and smile and go along as mm-hmm. far as you know and then make the choices that work for us mm-hmm. it's it's such an interesting uh way to operate because most of us have been making our choices from a reaction perspective. So it's mm-hmm. like I like it or I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And it we we're you know, we're measuring it, we're tasting it, we're, we're trying it on and saying y- yes no. Not really stepping back and looking at would I like to choose this? Is this something right. that would be a contribution to me in my mm-hmm. life? And yeah. and really making this from a conscious place where we're we just kind of feel like a lot of the times we go through our life and we, you know, many of us, myself included, did it for many, many years, uh, right, right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no, um, yes, this tastes good, yes, this doesn't, no, this doesn't, you know, and this constant back and forth. And, and I remember one time someone said to me, I had been, you know, head down working like crazy for many, many years, and someone said to me, hey, what, you know, what do you do for fun? And I said, as silly as this sounds, and many people that know me know I love to have lots of fun, I really sat there and I went, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I truthfully have no idea what I like to do. And then I started kind of looking at that from or in other areas of my life and saying, you know, am I consciously choosing this or is this just uh, like as if there's, you know, it's a black, uh, black dress, white dress type of choice choosing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I think that's you know busting open choice and what it is 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 kind of integral to this process. And I spend a lot of time with clients um, who who work with me around leadership ab- about this. You know, mm-hmm. it, you, you're not choosing if you're just choosing off a menu. You know, mm-hmm. I can do this or this or this or this. That's not really choosing. Mm-hmm. Choice, choice is infinite. In in any moment, there are an infinity of choices that you could make. And you know, if if you think you're just choosing between, you know, you're making a decision. Um, mm-hmm. You come coming to a conclusion about what's possible, maybe, but mm-hmm. you're not really choosing. Right. So that's that's one of the first things that we, you know, work to work to explode is, um, you know. And I know you, you, you know and love this question, but, you know, what else is possible? What else is possible? What else is possible? Blow open the choices um, by asking a whole bunch of questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got so much more to talk about this, um, Sharon, and and uh, whether we have uh, lots of listeners listening silently or not, I'm looking forward to hearing more what you have to share but we're going to go for a quick break, and when we come back, we can take some questions, we can take some callers, and continue to step into this. If you would like to connect with myself, you go over to inspiredchoices.ca or onto our Facebook page, Inspired Choices.
If you would like to connect with our wonderful guest, Sharon Lewis, you can connect with her at www.questium.com. That's Q-U-E-S-T-I-A-M.com. So stay tuned, and we will be back in a few short minutes with Sharon Lewis. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We have a wonderful guest, Sharon Lewis, with us, and we're talking about illusions, delusions, and conclusions. And uh, Sharon, while we were on break, I received a question from one of our listeners. And the question is, how can you tell if you're choosing out of real choice or choosing out of what's normal or expected? Well, um, hmm. well there's, there's one surefire test, and that is, you know, if it's not normal or expected and you're still choosing it, then it's real choice. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's one uh, surefire, um, um, you know, litmus test, I guess. Um, but you know, I, like I, I don't want to give the impression that all of the choices that we're encouraged to make in the reality are wrong. They're they're mm-hmm. not. Um, so you know, you can you can ask yourself some sort of expanding questions to see if anything comes up. You know, you may think, okay, I'm going to move towards this, and uh, you can say, you know, well, if I if I choose this, how am I going to feel? And um, you know, if if nothing big comes up, if it's not, you know, if it feels kind of flat, if it feels sort of like, well, you know, that's just you know a good thing to choose at this point. <laughs> you know, if there's no real kind of uh, lightning or enlivening or electricity to that choice, you might want to consider it's one 
whether or not it's one you're supposed to be making instead of one that you are making. Um, you can you can um, you can ask yourself some some questions about you know if if you feel any constraints you know would I still make this choice if I had all the money I needed or I had mm. all the time I needed or I had all the you know whatever family support I needed if I if my boss was in alignment with it would I still make this choice whatever the constraints are that you personally think you are operating by whatever those illusions are <laughs> um, you know ask yourself if that if that didn't exist would I still make this choice. Right and, now, sorry, you know, I was just going. No, if the answer is no to that, then you know, start start asking yourself some more questions about you know what else is possible. Right now, what if the individual doesn't recognize what the constraints are, or that there are even constraints? Mm-hmm. You know, if this yeah. concept is all new. You know how if you're if we're, when we're operating in this place and it's quote unquote normal for us, even mm-hmm. though we perhaps may not be happy, how how yeah. do we know that we have constraints uh, around our choices? Mm-hmm. Well, two two things here. I mean, if we're if we're really that unconscious or blind to it, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> You know, like what, what, and kind of the the interesting example about this that I have is, you know, I'll I'll get people in this day and age who, you know, come on to a coaching call with me, and I ask them what do they want to talk about, and you know they want to climb the corporate ladder, they want to uh, get a new fast car, they want more money, they want to you know whatever, um, and you know I can ask a few of those questions but if if they you know really just think that would be fun for them go and do it there's there's as much expansion to be had in moving toward a goal based on this reality um and and running into all the roadblocks that you have about what it's going to take to achieve that as there is in you know sitting in blissful meditation or you know pursuing your heart's desire so, you know, if if you're not sure if it's a this reality goal or a or a or a my personal heart based choice, um, you know, ask a couple questions around it. But if you're still not sure, go ahead and pursue it. That's fun for you, right? And it will become clear in the fullness of time whether that was a choice that was aligned with, you know, who you're becoming, you know, who you want to be. Who, who you are or not right 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 so if they're not if they're not uncomfortable with something then there's no there's no need for them to look in that direction that's right yeah you know if 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 something's fun for you even in 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 very small time increments go ahead and pursue it but remember to check in you know is it right. is it still fun is it still fun is it still fun this is where the conclusions come in if we you know, and it's one of the, the tricky bits about setting a goal. And, um, you know, Tony Robbins, who I love for his enthusiasm and all kinds of wonderful advice, but Tony Robbins says, nothing happens until you make a decision. You know, you make a decision and you kill mm-hmm. off all other opportunity and you move toward that goal with unfettered, you know, determination. And, you know, that's great, but it's a conclusion of magnitude. And,. You may find halfway along that you run into steam and you don't know why. Perhaps 
it's time to look at that decision. Perhaps mm-hmm. it's time to say, is this still a meaningful goal to me? Is this still enlivening for me? Mm-hmm. Because true freedom is being able to change your mind at any point. Now, people think that's flaky and flighty sometimes, but it doesn't preclude making the same choice over a long time, so long as you're still aligned with choice. It just um, it just means that, you know, when it feels dead to you, you get to stop. <laughs> I like that. When it feels dead to you, you get to stop. Yeah. That's interesting because sharing the, uh, you know, choosing, keep choosing, continue to choose until you want to <laughs> stop yeah. choosing is mm-hmm. is something where people go, well, wait a minute, we have to make a, a, a choice. I mean, so much so, you know, it starts so early. Um, my daughter was in grade 10 last year and picked her up after school one day, and she was just in a tizzy. And I'm like, what's the matter? She says, I, I have to figure out what I want to do when I'm done school. And I looked at her, and I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I didn't say that. I'm just, that's what's going through my mind. Really? And she, yeah. you know, all of what, 16? And she said, I said, why is this important right now? And she said, because the school told me I had to so I could pick out the right courses for next year. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, the the, the fact that we would put pressure on a a young person who's just beginning to, you know, know who they are um, to to make the forever and ever and ever, which that was the energy of it, decision of what she is going to do is that she can't choose something different. Yeah. It's... It, you know, it's it's still running so strongly out there. What are you seeing in your practice and in the in the with the executives? Do you see that starting to shift, Sharon? Well, I I don't so much with with the executive coaching I do because one of two things happens with executives. One, they're already on a path that enlivens them. They've they've chosen their organization and they've chosen the work that they're doing. And, and that sets them aflame and they're excited about it every day and they're they're moving toward that. And it's just a process of, you know, breaking out the limitations that they encounter on the way. Or they really have bought into the goals of this reality. So I don't see it so much at the executive level. Where Where I do see it is places where people have either intentionally or, you know, through no choice of their own been taken off the corporate ladder and they – you know, so they, they've either quit and want to start something of their own or they've been laid off and they, they look at this and say, well, it's an opportunity for me to evaluate, you know, where I'm going and what I want. Um, and when that happens midlife, 30, 40, 50, something like that, um, there's there's a big, big, big process of unwiring that has to go on. You know, mm-hmm. we've bought into, at, at that point in our lives when we've been on that career path, you know, for so long, we've bought into so many rules and so many expectations and so many shoulds and so many, well, wouldn't it be nice if, retirement plans, pension plans, you know, all this pie-in-the-sky stuff, that it's very hard to unpack it sometimes and take all the debris off the top Mm -hmm. um, to kind of get back down to what does make me feel like I come alive. That moment you said you had... When somebody asks you what's fun for you, people often don't know, you know. Um, so that happens at the executive level. But what I'm starting to see now, it doesn't, doesn't happen often because I don't coach all the time at this um, age group, but 
a few clients um, coming in who are, you know, entering university or mid-university and they're struggling, and they they don't know what they want, and they found themselves on this path, like your daughter said she was encouraged to step on to, you know. <laughs> well, they told me in grade 10 to pick courses, and so I'm on the academic track, and here I am at university, and I don't really know, you know, like I'm basing my choices on, you know, avoiding being broke when I'm old. <laughs> I, I, I haven't. Sorry, that's and, just like so real. <laughs> Isn't no, it? it's just like that's what people are doing. We're making choices, sure. being, avoiding like this whole thing around pensions and you know all of that. And oh, I can't give this yeah. job up. I've been at it for twenty years. Energy is like oh, yeah. And you know you can't you can't lead by avoiding. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It, it, you're if you're avoiding, you're being shoved around by stuff in your experience. Mm-hmm. And and that's not leadership. Leadership is the act of selecting a target and moving toward it relentlessly. And yeah, you will get shoved off your path, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff will happen. Parents will get old, kids will have troubles in school or, you know, get into trouble with the law or uh, you know, you'll get fired or laid off or, you know, you won't meet your financial targets or whatever. You, you'll get shoved off your trajectory. But leading is going, wait a second, where am I now and where's my target? Good, new course. Right. And like you said, leadership does not only uh, pertain to being in the executive world. It, it Leadership within our own lives, regardless leadership. of our age, regardless of what path we are on on that on that journey of our life, uh, whether we're working outside of the home, inside the home, self-employed, not employed. Yeah, absolutely. It it can be any of those. We are our own leaders, um, and it really does, it does really rest with us to step into being the leaders of our own lives and not looking to organizations or companies to take care of us. You know, I did HR for 25 years, and you know, I unfortunately or fortunately, whatever way you want to look at it, had the opportunity to say goodbye to a lot of people, whether it was their choice, the company's choice. And many, many times they would be completely at loss. And I meant, you know, this is past their emotional response, completely at loss at how they were ever going to survive because the company had let them down. Right. And And yeah. to give our power away to an organization for our own lives is, is just right. really... You know, shocking, and yet yeah. we hear about it daily. Yes, sure. Yeah, giving your power away to anything is shocking at this point in my development, um, and and that's where delusions come in. You know, mm-hmm. delusion is clinging to a belief in the face of evidence of the contrary, and you know, you you can't get up in the morning and look at the news and realize and and not realize that organizations, corporations, workplaces don't provide guarantees. Um, You know, places are closing down. Places are laying people off. Places are, you know, yeah, there's there's startups and, and, you know, sometimes people get really great payoffs from that. But even that's not a guarantee. Um, when, When we think and when we base our life on the belief that we've landed someplace, and I get to 
quit being aware, get to put myself on autopilot, get to work my eight hours and go home and, you know, be with my family. I get to just, like, turn that off. It's it's choosing to be deluded. It's choosing to step out of your own awareness of what's mm-hmm. really happening in the moment. Now, very often what is happening in the moment is a nice clear path to a few years of comfortable work, and that's great. But check in regularly. Is that mm-hmm. still what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, it's it's those times when we've been living in a delusion, and suddenly the evidence becomes overwhelmingly obvious that uh, that it is a delusion, and we have to wake up and go, uh oh, that belief I was operating under wasn't true, and look here I am unemployed. You know, it's those mm-hmm. moments that feel like a blind blindster, feel like a betrayal. But if you mm-hmm. were awake through the whole thing, you know, if you were functioning from total freedom and total awareness, you would have recognized that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So true. I went through this a similar thing um, where, you know, I knew things were going around me and yet didn't want to really face them. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to acknowledge that that was the truth. And, and And I was choosing to consciously stay in an illusion that everything was going to stay the same and nothing was going to change. I had decided that I had found the job for me, and I have the word the was in capital letters in my head. I found the job. I had finally worked my butt off. I had done all the things required in this reality to finally arrive, and damn it, I've arrived, and that's not changing. (laughs) Right, yes. And wow. wow, did I ever bump my head. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. it was a and little you know painful. What? I mean, we, we, we do want comfortable landing places and we do want a certain amount of security and predictability in our lives, and that's okay. Um, but the, the mistake is giving the responsibility of that over to someone else, whether it's a mm-hmm. husband or a partner or a, um, it, you know, a, a pension plan or a investment broker or a employer it doesn't matter what we give that mm-hmm. responsibility for our comfort over to um it, it, as soon as we give it over and then tune it out of our awareness we're opening ourselves to the possibility of a blind side you know mm-hmm. and and you know, we all we all make that mistake you know you can't be aware of every single thing well maybe you can uh, i'm able yet to be aware of <laughs> every single thing at every single moment but um the, the trick is, you know, if you do get a hiccup and you're surprised, you know, recognizing that, oh, yeah, I chose to put that on autopilot, and so I missed the signals, mm-hmm. it helps you It helps you get through it quicker. You know, right. it doesn't become a betrayal that you have to linger on forever and ever. Right. Well, yeah, and being kind to yourself in those moments is definitely For an sure. asset. So yeah. um got... Uh, another break that's coming up, Sharon, and we're going to get back to it and give some some of our listeners some really cool tools to help them to move forward. And um, if you have any questions, you can certainly give us a call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 and in Canada at 613-800-8736. So you can join us on Skype at a2zen.fm. And stay tuned. We will be back shortly with Sharon. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? 
by tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inspired Choices Radio with your host, Christine McIver, and my wonderful guest, Sharon Lewis. Now, Sharon, we are just in the last segment. We have about 10 minutes left. Before we get back into what we were talking about, I'd like to um, let the listeners know, whether they're listening live or in the replay, where they can get in contact with you and what is going on with you and what services that you actually offer. So could you share that with our listeners? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yes, um, I think you mentioned it bio, but um, uh, my main website is questiam.com, Q-U-E-S-T-I-A-M.com. So you can go to uh, questium.com and find all my contact details. And um, there's a newsletter there you can sign up for if you're interested. Um, for people who like to interact, um, I have a wonderful co-led um, experience um, at a website called leadworldnow.com. And uh, people can sign up there and get all call-in information. We hold a monthly a monthly call about leading your Leading your life from uh, tra- transforming your world through fearless living is the tagline for that site, mm-hmm. and it really is leading from total freedom. You know, it, it's sometimes it's fear that shuts us down uh, from thinking we can choose um, something that may be our heart's desire. And uh, our exploration on that site is is about um, ending the tyranny of fear. So mm-hmm. um, that's always a good thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you also do one-on-one coaching, yes? I do do one-on-one coaching, yep. Um, you can look me up on Facebook by my name or my business name. I'm happy to connect with you there. Um, yeah, just about any channel you can think of, I've got a present <laughs> you're, on. So. You're, pre- you're, you're being visible for sure. And your email yeah. address is Sharon 
Sharon, no, S. Lewis at questium.com. Yep. Excellent. Anything at will get to me, but that's, okay. that's the standard one. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so what are some of the top tools that you share with your clients, the, the leaders in, in your organization, to help them step out of these illusions, delusions, and conclusions? Now, we've talked about illusions and delusions a lot. Maybe let's touch on the conclusion piece a little more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we we brushed up against it there with the the illusion of security. Very often we can we can put something on autopilot and think we have it taken care of, and as soon as it's taken care of, we've kind of created a conclusion. Um, you know, you you can flag these for yourself. Um, I mean, people often say very blatantly, "Well, you know, I've come to the conclusion that," or in my experience this is true or you know i i haven't known that to be true based on what i've lived through all of those phrases um tend to point us at conclusions mm-hmm. and um you know the 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 way out of that you know, it sounds kind of boring but is asking questions you know and if if you find yourself um having trouble formulating a question Sit down, talk to a friend, go, you know, hire a coach, um, work with somebody who can spot those places that are, you know, energetically complete, finished, dead, and, um, you know, poke at them a little bit, see if they can spot the conclusions. Hmm. Okay, cool. So what are yeah. some of the other tools that you share with uh, helping people to step out of these or... Um helping them to recognize when they're in those those places. Yeah. Um the the I think I don't know if there's a big uh a big tool mm-hmm. um but there are, there are three um areas I guess that I get people to focus in and I just we just did a, a great call about this on Lead Your World now the other night. Um, so you can go and have this expanded at great lengths <laughs> if you if you can turn over turn over there um but the the idea of um expanding your awareness de- deepening your your self awareness and the awareness of what what is in in any moment is mm-hmm. a place to start so you know ask yourself questions um you know t- turn off your thinking for a minute, take a breath and get into your body and just notice what's going on around you and how you feel. You know, our emotions can be a real signaling set about um, what's working for us or not. Um, Tune into whether you feel constricted, constrained, um, scrunched (laughs) in any way, or feel tenseness or tightness in your body. Um, Mm -hmm. And if if that's the true, if that's true, you know, look at what's going on around you in that moment and, um, you know, ask yourself if, uh, if if the circumstances you find yourself in are contributing to you. And, um, you know, if you get a big no, begin asking questions. The uh, qu- Questions, you don't necessarily need to have answers to everything that you ask. Just the act of asking a question tunes your attention to start noticing things that are not, you know, in the in the landing strip of the conclusion that you've set. So the questions help to tune our attention to something else that is possible. 
Right. A really good open-ended question. I mean, this is giving away the coacher's, coach's toolkit secret, you know, but okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, a really good open-ended question is is something that makes you go, huh. You know, your eyes go to the ceiling, right? You start, your attention is uh, diffused. It's not, It's not. yeah, you got this one already. I know the answer, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people are uncomfortable when they don't know the answer. But that's the space of possibility. When you don't mm-hmm. know the answer, when you're not sure exactly what's next, continuing to ask that question is inviting the awareness of more possibility. And... It, don't you find that when people often have the answer, it's either a regurgitated past answer, or mm. it's a conclu- or it's a conclusion. Yeah, yeah. A, a regurgitated past answer is a great way to put it. You know, it's it's taking what has been true in the past and you know bringing it into the present and going, okay, let's just perpetuate what has been in the past and mm-hmm. you know that's that's fine if you've enjoyed your past 100% but if there's bits you don't want to really do again you might want to try a different choice right um and and the other the other thing that we do is is tend to project it into the future right so if i if i yes. really got a kick out of making my first $100,000 then i bet you i'm making $200,000 would be just way more fun twice as fun but that's not always true, you know. Just because you enjoyed it till now doesn't mean it's going to have the same kind of excitement return going on in the future. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not to say that it won't. Sometimes it does, right? But but projecting it into the future, make turning it into a conclusion and locking it down as something, yep, we're going to do that, mm-hmm. um, that's a recipe for sort of getting yourself on a conclusion track. Right. I find a lot of... Um entrepreneurs, uh, solopreneurs who um, say, well, this was going really well when I was doing this, therefore, yeah. because it's, things aren't going well now, I'm going to go back to doing that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, oftentimes you see they close up shop shortly thereafter mm-hmm. because they're, they're trying to project the past into the future for sure. Right, yeah. And, and they're trying to do something that was fun for them at a particular stage of development. You know, there's... There's a great book called Slow by a guy with an unpronounceable name, Mahali Chiksent Mahali. <laughs> Don't even try to spell it. Just look up Slow on Amazon. Slow but, or but Flow? Slow, F-L-O-W. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> not S, not like snail flow. Flow, like river flow. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and he says that our most satisfying, fulfilling experiences are the places where we're right at the edge of our competency, where we're we think we're, we're pretty sure we're going to do a good job, but, you know, it's still a little bit of a cliffhanger challenge. And those experiences are places where we um, we find joy and light. Mm. So what worked for you in the past when you were developing, you know, at that point will not be fulfilling for you in the future. It's mm-hmm. just a function of who we are. We acclimatize. We get used to things and then we get bored. You know, it's an ever-expanding universe, and, and we're designed in its image. So it's continually pushing the envelope that makes us feel good. <laughs> we just found the name. It is quite a uh, complicated last name. <laughs> I know. Just look up yeah, the book Flow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Thank goodness he I didn't make guy. that He's complicated. Brilliant. He had to be brilliant because he had to learn how to pronounce his own name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. You know what, Sharon? This has gone far too quickly. I really do appreciate you joining me, and uh, I know that our listeners will have uh, an opportunity to listen to the rebate. It will be up very, very shortly, and... Um, likely listen to it a number of times. I know I'm going to go back and listen to what you shared because it it's some of the things that we were talking about seem simple and yet not always easy to for us to step into depending on where we are in our lives and, and in the moments of our lives. So I really do appreciate you sharing this with us. And, um, you know, what's coming up for you in the future? You've got the Lead Your World. LeadYourWorld.com is the website. LeadYourWorldNow.com. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah. LeadYourWorldNow.com, that's ongoing. That's, uh, I think, the second Tuesday. Well, it's every four weeks, so it's roughly the second Tuesday of every month. Um, uh, yeah, so join us there. That's delightful. Um, yeah, d- if you want to know what's coming up, the best what best thing to do is um, stay connected with me through the uh, through uh, a newsletter of some sort, one, one of the sign-ups on one of my pages, and I'll okay. keep you posted from there. And, um, yeah, in, in development right now is, uh, is some work around anxiety and depression because there's, mm. um, there's a real connection um, between those things and people's sense, felt sense of freedom, I believe. Mm. And we're, we're looking into busting that open, another, oh. another partner, another collaborator well, and I. So. That's fantastic. That certainly could be busted open big time because there's yeah. far too much of that still going on in our world. Uh-huh. Well, listen, um, it's been a pleasure having you on board. Um, thank you to my producer, Carol, for taking care of us thank during the show. And uh, if you're listening to, to the live uh, production and you'd like to hear the replay, please check on Inspired Choices on Facebook or jump over to adazen.fm and it'll be posted there shortly. Tune in next week and see what else is going to be coming up around Inspired Choices. And again, thank you so much, everyone, for joining, and especially thank you, Sharon. My pleasure, Christine. Anytime. (laughs) Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.